Hello, my loves, and welcome to Cupcake Chronicles. Each episode is an inside look on the millennial experience. We are the current trendsetters and the next generation of decision makers. We are the swing in society's hips and the swagger in her steps. But beyond social media trends, glow-ups, and catchphrases, who are we? What do we really care about? Where are we going? And how will we get there? Join me, Akira, aka Cupcake, as we have conversations that matter, right here on Cupcake Chronicles. Let's go ahead and jump into it. Um, of course, first we're going to talk about our Woman of the Week. Um, I know this is not Tuesday. Normally we record on Tuesdays. Some of you probably see it on Wednesday, but I'm recording today because Tuesday I just could not do it, but we will talk about that later. So our woman of the week is LaShawn Pace. Um... I was so saddened to hear of her transition. Um, One of my favorite songs that she sings is, um, I don't know if it's called There's a Leak in This Old Building, but uh, that's what I call it because that's what the words say. There's a leak in this old building and my soul has got to move. Is that what it's, what is it called? Anyway, you know. You know, we don't know titles. We just call the song the chorus. So, um, her actual first name was Tarian. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Tarian. She went by her middle name, LaShawn, last name Pace. She was born September 6, 1961, and she transitioned on March 21st of 2022. She was a stellar award winner, born to Pastor Murphy J. Pace and Betty Ann Pace in Atlanta. She was a part of the her group with her siblings called the Anointed Pace Sisters, uh, which included Doranese, Phyllis, June, Melanda, um, the, the Y, Leslie, Latrice, and Lydia. I hope I didn't say, mess her name up, but... Uh, she was an evangelist, um, an anointed songstress, one of the dopest sopranos of all time. So I want to honor her today. She, her singing and ministering skills were owned while she was on tour with Reverend Jean Martin and the Action Revival Team. And in 1988, she recorded In the House of the Lord. In the House of the Lord with Dr. Jonathan Greer and the Cathedral of Faith Church of God in Christ choirs for Savoy Records. Um, she was also known for um, one of her signature songs, I Know I've Been Changed, which is the, and then her follow up song, Shekinah Glory, appeared in 1993. Three years later, LaShawn returned with Wealthy Place, 
which included the song at like you know featuring karen clark shared another one of our um gospel aunties in 2003, she released an autobiography entitled For My Good But For His Glory. I'm going to have to get that book. If you don't know, I have a book club. I'm not active in it yet, but we're going to get there. Um, and she discussed a wide range of topics, including the death of her firstborn, Xenia, who died of a heart attack. Xenia had an enlarged heart. Um... And I guess that was her cause of death. So LaShawn Pace was inducted into the Christian Music Hall of Fame in 2007. She was to attend the official presentation ceremony with many guests to be formally inducted, but became ill and unable to attend. In 2009, LaShawn was nominated for the Urban Performer of the Year in the Visionary Awards. So as far as her cause of death is concerned, um, she had been on dialysis for several years and was awaiting a kidney. She died of organ failure, according to her family, on, again, March 21st, 2022, at the age of 60. Um, she has a full discography. She has a beautiful um, career. She had a beautiful ministry. She was an evangelist um, and just a willing minstrel for God. So we honor her today, um, her legacy and her memory, and my sincerely sincerest condolences to those who loved her the most. All right, moving right along. Let's jump into our topic today. So, of course, our title is I Tried to Walk Away, but um, so like as I was saying, uh, normally I record on Tuesdays. This Tuesday, my body just wasn't having it. And as a self-care thing, um, I am learning that if I'm not feeling it, we're not doing it um, and not not in a sense of this isn't important, but I want to be able to give you all my best. And I knew I couldn't be my best on Tuesday at a conference call. I was tired and it was just a lot going on. So I rested. I've been resting all week. I rested all day yesterday. Um, to God be the glory for that because that rest was good to me. Um, I started to to sleep in again today but I got on up and went to church and I'm glad I did because I got my help if you are my friend on Facebook you know I got my help today so um yeah so I'm just happy to be here I hope everyone under the sound of my voice is abundantly blessed um and in in a season of overflow if not just know that it's coming so I um I this is episode five uh, five, ironically, is the number of grace. So we gave ourselves some grace about missing Tuesday. And we're going to have some grace in regard to our topic today. But we're also going to be accountable. Um, so again, the title is, I Tried to Walk Away. But if you know the song, I think it, is it Macy Gray? Um, 
I tried to say goodbye and I choked. I tried to walk away and I stumbled. I believe that's Macy Gray, if I'm not mistaken. But that song is the truth, okay? How many times have you stayed too long or shut your mouth when you should have walked away or at the very least spoken up? That is something that I am still growing in. And I think it has a lot to do with whatever self-talk you have um, and just being clear about your worth. Because I think the hesitation, at least for me, I can speak for me, I can't speak for everyone. But for me, I believe the hesitation is if I say something, one, I don't like confrontation, but if I say something, what if they leave? I was, I'm in a few of these little Facebook groups and I saw a girl post, she was talking about how the guy that she's with now, um, he had been holding inappropriate conversations with other women and he said something, she said something to him, but he wasn't really he was kind of like dismissive of her feelings. Well, he also started um, moving funny, like changing his passwords. Um, he took her picture off of his lock screen, you know, little passive aggressive stuff like that. Okay. So fast forward, long story longer. She started entertaining a guy. And this guy, well, first he was contacting her about business and then the conversation went left and she started entertaining, you know, more sexual conversation. Well, I hope I can say sexual. I don't think that's explicit. But anyway, he in turn, he found out and he in turn wants to break up with her. Now. Here's the thing. I have been in situations, more than one situation, where the guy was moving funny or his interest seemed to kind of fade away. Um, or we were in some kind of relationship limbo. We're talking. We're dating. And it's gotten to the point where we need to define what it is, but I don't want to be the one to say, hey, I like you, so you need to tell me if you don't feel the same way so I can move on now before it gets any deeper. Um, I have not been good at that conversation. So, <sighs> that, was a, <laughs> that was a confession. That was some transparency for y'all today. I have not been good at that conversation um, you know, I've been told time and time again, you know, closed mouths don't get fed, you know, you need to speak up, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it, some things we just have to grow into. So I think the question that you have to ask as far as your hesitation with that, or one of the questions that you have to ask is, what are you afraid of? Okay. If they do walk away, then 
it's because they wanted to walk away. Nobody who truly wants to be with you or is truly interested in you is going to walk away because you said that you're interested in them and you want more or you're trying to see where they wanted to go or they're interested in it going any further. Um, and spoiler alert, if they intend to leave, they're going to leave anyway, regardless of what you say or don't say. So either way, you're making a choice. Even when you don't make a move, you're making a move. Now it's a matter of honoring yourself because if this is how you truly feel and you're not governing yourself accordingly, then you're dishonoring yourself because you're not telling them how you really feel out of fear that they're going to walk away. Um, some other questions that you have to ask or you should ask is, do I have this person on a pedestal? Because why is it more important to you to keep them comfortable where they are doing whatever it is that they're doing or not doing for you? Why is that more important to you than honoring yourself by stating what you need or what you desire? Again, that's, that's going into feelings of inadequacy, but it's also, it's also, um, bringing up the question of, do you have this person on the pedestal? Are you making them more important than, um, than yourself? Another question. What if they do leave? I mean, you had a life before them and, even though it may be hard, you will have a life after them. And it really just opens up the door for who's for you to walk in. And honestly, leaving isn't the worst thing because they could stay and treat you the however they've been treating you. Whatever way is not um, reflective of how you want to be treated. I mean... What can they really give you that you can't give yourself anyway? I mean, yeah, there's, you know, the big S, but there are ways to do that for yourself. Um, and even with that, like, I think sometimes women underestimate how much um, influence we have on that because I've heard... I've heard a lot of my friends, oh, he's the best I ever had. Or he is, yeah, it's mind-blowing. But then when they're mad, I'm, oh, it's not even that good. Because for women, it starts here and it starts here. Oh, for my listeners, I'm pointing to my head and my heart. So a lot of our enjoyment when it comes to engaging with men is mental and it's emotional. So when we're feeling good about this person and we like this person, we're really the ones that are creating that experience. When you take away that razzle dazzle, it's probably not even all of that. Then there's the question of You're depriving yourself of better 
or even even if you don't believe that there's anything better, you're depriving yourself of peace to prove what? That you're loyal to this person or that you can stick it through? What are you trying to prove? I mean, as far as relationships are concerned, I'm all for doing the work. I'm all for putting in that effort to make it work. Um, if you found someone that you're compatible with or you feel some kind of uh, deep connection to, whatever your style might be. I, I When I went live with Jessica, we had this um, conversation about whether whether or not it was necessary to be in love. Um, and we had different opinions. Ultimately, my posture is while I would like to have that flighty feeling and, you know, be in love and have the butterflies, um, as I'm getting older, I'm seeing how um, frail of a foundation that is for a relationship because when those floaty feelings go away, we got to have something else. Those floaty feelings are not going to uh, bring peace in the home always. Um, those floaty feelings are not going to pay any bills. They're not going to raise any children. They're not going to cook dinner or take the trash out. Um, I think that there is a purpose for that floaty butterflies feeling, but I think it has more to do with bringing people together versus keeping them together. Cause if you don't have that common ground or, or, you don't even, or you don't know how to communicate with each other. You don't know how to, or your traumas make you have too much friction with each other, or you're toxic to each other. Being in love is not going to save you. If anything, it'll make you stay too long in a detrimental situation. That's my opinion. Everybody's opinion is going to be different on that. And my opinion might change on that. Um, but right now with what I've experienced and what I, what I know for me, um, I love being in love. Anybody who knows me know that I'm, I'm her when it comes to being in love. But, um, I also see that there are more reasonable things to build a relationship on. So Again, I think that we need to evaluate what our purpose is, be intentional in these relationships. Because a lot of times we get together for these flighty reasons and then we get stuck in situations that aren't healthy and nobody's working to do anything different because we're trying to prove something. Whether it be to prove other people wrong that the relationship is going to work or whether it be to try and uh, soothe our own self-doubts and negative conversations that we have with ourselves in regards to relationships and, you know, our, our own personal being, um, which brings me to dating from a place of lack. Are you afraid to be alone? Are you um, with, are you with these, per these people or not? Or not speaking up 
in your relationships because you feel like they bring something to you that you don't have. Even further, another scenario could be you're comfortable with this relationship not being top tier because it it doesn't demand as much from you. Are you scared that if you meet your equal, then it's going to demand more from you than what you can really feasibly give or what you think you can feasibly give? These are things that, that we just have to ask ourselves. If that is the case, whether it be lack, whether it be, which this also ties into lack, whether it be um, a low self-worth um, or lack of integrity, because that could be a thing too. You just are not integral in your dealings and it shows up in this, it manifests in this way in your relationships. Whatever the case may be, it is not worth it. If you need to walk away, even if you stumble, straighten up and walk. If you need to speak up because people cannot read your mind, open your mouth and speak. I'm preaching to myself because I know I have stayed in relationships, platonic, familial, romantic, all trium. I have stayed in, in relationships and either not spoken my peace or stayed too long because I was afraid that people were going to walk away from me. And my so much of my validation came from people being around me, even if they weren't there for the right reason. And that's another topic for another day. So, yes. I want you to um, hit me up on social media. You can direct message me. Um, I've seen this feature in some of the other groups where you can actually even post anonymously. But I love to keep this conversation going. Um, I thank you all for sharing this time with me tonight. I have had a full day. This is, I'm probably a little hoarse, but um, I'm coming to you after my second service. So I am ready to hit the sheets. I hope you all have had a wonderful weekend and I will be back on schedule this upcoming Tuesday with a new episode of Cupcake Chronicles. I love you guys and I look forward to speaking with you again on Cupcake Chronicles where we have conversations that matter. Later!